Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Salam Radio. Salam y'all and welcome to Salam Radio Show. I'm your host Marushti and you're tuning to 3CR Community Radio. On the show today, um, I have an incredible guest. His name is Tomba. He's a legendary DJ and a producer from Jordan. And he's about um, to drop, I'm not sure when, a couple of tracks, actually a lot of tracks, new tracks that he's produced. And what a beast of a collection. They're amazing tracks and I'm really excited to uh, show them to you today. Um, in between uh, the tracks, I will slid a couple of uh, snippets of our interview with uh, Tumba and uh, joined by our mutual friend Ramsey. Shout out to Ramsey and Tumba. Um, and you've met Ramsey before on Salam Radio Show. I uh, just wanted to say we recorded the interview three weeks ago uh, and uh, we talked about a couple of past events which um, are not as relevant or recent anymore, but um, some of them were Melbourne weather, COVID restriction. And unfortunately, the passing of Sabah Fakhri, who passed away on the 2nd of November. And one of Tumba's first releases was a remix of his uh, song. Um, so the interview was on Zoom, and I hope you don't mind some of the background noises, including some of our dogs barking at us. So, but it's going to be a really good interview, so stay tuned. And the first track that's playing is called Lil Amam Sir by Tumba. This is a chat between myself, Ranzi, who's a Melbourne-based DJ, and whom we've had on the show before to um, discuss the Sonic Liberation Front show, which he organized for Radio Hara. And we're here to talk to Tomba, who's a Jordanian DJ and a producer. Uh, Ranzi and I were really excited to do this chat with Tomba. And we want to talk to him about his um, incredible work that he's put into um, making music compilations such as Grief into Rage, his radio show Gate 4, and some of his own production. Salam Tomba. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a, it's been a long time coming, this, uh, this chat, and I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here too. Ramsey, how are you going? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Here we are in this uh, rainy city, but um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are getting a bit um, better in Melbourne after the long lockdown. But yeah, Tumba, how are you going today? I know you've been driving through traffic. How are you feeling? Oh yeah, oh, not, not too bad, not too bad, but you had to... I had to drop off my brother at school and I had to, you know, do a few Saturday errands in Jordan. And now 
I'm here finally finally made it to this interview. <laughs> Bit late, but you know, stuff happens. And tra- traffic in Jordan, Ramsey will tell you, just it, it, it kills you. Yeah. It literally ki- that's, an, that's an album concept right there. What a sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally, it literally, it can't, you can't, you can't get anywhere. You just can't get anywhere. <laughs> like you think, you think a trip will take ten minutes, but it just ends up taking forty-five somehow. And it's like two miles. <laughs> oh, I miss it. Awful. But yeah, it's lovely at the same time. All right, yeah. all right weather, all right weather, all right. Although it's starting to get dark now at like 4.45. Yeah, yeah it's definitely better than Melbourne. It changes yeah. its mind every second. Um, yeah, I know it's a little bit late to talk about Grief into Rage, which is this amazing compilation that you've done um, uh, after the Beirut explosion on the 4th of August, 2020. Uh, but I feel like sometimes in Australia we get we're a little bit behind in catching up on what's happening in the yeah in the rest of the world. Um, but it is taking off in Melbourne, and a lot of friends are like listening to this album, following the artists. Um, I still listen to it myself and play a lot of the songs that are on it. You've had like it's such an amazing album as well because there's so many different genres. In it, and the lineup is amazing. There's DJ Plea, DJ Ali from Australia, there's TSVI, Nahash, Laylor, Colentina, Lara Sarkisian, Damor, Arabian Panther, and many more. I can't like, these are my favorite, but there's a lot more amazing artists on there. Um, yeah, how did you how did you go with compiling this uh, amazing album? Um, I was actually, that was actually during a period where I was finishing up a lot of music. So I was just um, getting in contact with a lot of these artists through just sending them my stuff. And there were a lot of active conversations happening here and there, um, well, through that music and through other stuff. And then the idea just popped into my head. I was like, Right, I've just got all of these active conversations going on. That at the moment, I just like you know, just demo feedback and just like going back and forth on music. But I can potentially turn into something more. Like I can, I've I've already got the access. I've already got you know the channel, the, the communication channel happening. I could just like try and pitch this idea to them. And so I did. And then after I got the okay from um, a few pretty like substantial artists it was easier to get the okay from other ones that I didn't um, particularly have like a communication channel open with them and basically it was like it's just a snowball effect like the more people said yes the more people said yes you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and um it was it, it, it was a really fun process, but it was very um, it was very tiring because I had to like so the amount of people who said yes was thirty nine in the end, mm-hmm. but uh, well the amount the, the people on the, co- the compilation are thirty nine, but the amount of people who said yes at first were like maybe forty five, and then the people I contacted were like, maybe seventy eighty people. So, but it was fun. It was fun, and it was great making all these connections you are like I, I still have today so all paid musicians off. and um musicians and punctuality eh oh <laughs> man yeah. <laughs> yeah no i've noticed on 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 that compilation you've got you've got a few names from here in australia including here in melbourne like you've got um ali you've got um pugilists you got plead mm. and when you put this compilation together was it kind of a situation where you were like all right who am i talking to who wants to get involved or did you kind of have a vision for this and the way you've track listed it and was there anything behind that there, there was definitely a vision behind the kind of music that i wanted in, that i wanted in it but there wasn't a vision in terms of right where are these artists from i definitely wanted it to span across um like 
a wide spectrum of genres so that most people would be interested in it and then even if people were interested in a different kind of genre like so let's say someone was interested in more like four four sort of house sort of um slightly left field stuff but more like i don't want to save i don't want to say safe tunes um, you know but stuff that are not so out there i still want to there to be a middle ground between that stuff and the really out there stuff and the, just to sort of as a sort of you know gateway for them to be like oh all right like this is this is similar to the stuff that i like but it's also a bit different and then maybe lead them onto the more interesting stuff or like more um left field stuff in the compilation so i wanted it to, to have something in there for everyone and dj plead and Pugilist and then DJ Ali, they sort of just fell into that um, category. Like DJ Ali just makes techno mm. for the techno heads. Like he's he's a purist, you know. He does he like he does techno like no one else. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Pugilist is like you can't really you can't really bash the guy. He 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 does bass, you know. Um, like very few other people he makes it like really lush he makes it really melodic but also like kind of weighty which like not a lot of people do and a lot of people like you know sort of the melodic like big room aspect of music so it's sort of like a gateway for these people to get into like bass music and then it leads them to other tracks so like the, the curation was more about the type of music that these artists bring rather than where they're from you know what I mean I have a I have a burning question. Your your one of your tracks is on that album and it's called Victims Not Martyrs. Mm -hmm. And I remember in that period um, when we were watching the news about the explosion in Beirut, they would call the victims martyrs. Um, and I just thought it was not the right title. Um, I just yeah, because martyrs had a totally different reason. Is there? Can you elaborate on that title that you chose for that song? Yeah, yeah, because um, basically uh, during the process in Lebanon, a lot of people were chanting that um, were chanting that um, phrase. Basically, that mm. the people who died, died in the explosion were victims and they were martyrs because someone who's a martyr is a person who voluntarily went into yeah. a situation that would put their life in risk and they died doing they died doing that they died by putting themselves in that situation fighting for something they want to fight for but a victim is someone who just died because of the actions of someone else who did something carelessly and mm -hmm. people usually in the middle east or like when shit like that happens through propaganda just start calling victims of carelessness martyrs just to sort of ease people's minds and be like right is like we're calling them martyrs you know you can just shut up and stuff so um people are like people had the slogan like written everywhere they were chanting everywhere just to make sure that people know that these people weren't like just because they were working there just because they were like you know walking about that doesn't mean they're martyrs they're actually victims of carelessness by some other people to go with. yeah and that kind of like um is mirrored in the title of the album itself grief into rage um i think it's such a strong statement um and this whole initiative was amazing that was the first part of my interview with uh tomba and joined by Ramsey. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. The track that was playing before this one was called Floating on the Dead Sea. And now the track is called Multi-Pack of Limes. And they're all by Tumba. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio.
that was Sahrawi, up next is Sabawi, and they're all unreleased tracks by Tumba. Returning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. <laughs> Moving to your music production and and your DJing, you have a really wide, very wide selection of um, of music that you like to mix and maybe also produce, ranging from experimental UK-based IDM breakbeat and percussive heavy songs, which I love. Um, uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about? how you go about choosing your music and your sound and what do you identify with the most? Um, I think what I, what I identify with the most is music that is able to make you move without you being in the setting of a club or mm. un, under the influence of anything. If a beat, if, if a song has a beat that you can just like move to a new room and it's slightly different than your box standard stuff where you can just 
where you're like, you have to be in a certain side of mind, certain sort of mindset to listen to for like a few hours. Then that music sort of attracts me because the producer was able to achieve something that most people, other people would just disregard. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that is to utilize the power of um, sort of the bass frequencies and the drums and stuff to create an, an energy that is um, usually used by like synths and, and like um, the more melodic um, aspects of music to sort of create the the groove and and sort of create the the more like fun aspect of the track but um, they use an unconventional way which is through rhythm and through percussion and through um, modulation in that sense to make a track so fun that you actually just can listen to it and time will pass so quick while you're just sitting in your room you know what I mean which is what attracts me to which is what attracts me to to bass music to uh, percussion based music but also other music which utilise that element of, of, of low and heavy like percussive based stuff and groove based music and um, because I'm, I'm, I'm a musician myself and I did music theory I've just find um, like I just find the songs that utilize some sort of like um, sort of aspects of music theory like like polyrhythms like um, um, weird um, like weird time signatures like that sort of stuff just more interesting mm-hmm. than your standard stuff you know what I mean yeah yeah Ramsey did you have a question on Tumba's production that yeah I mean um, I as an external viewer here um, view your music as this very interesting blend between influence from the UK and the left field mm-hmm. side of the scheme, but also the dodgy recording on the taxi driver's phone in Amman playing mm-hmm. just the most insane, like refugee camp midwives. And I guess it's a bit hard to ask you, but where do you find that balance and what process do you go through to achieve your sound? Well, basically, basically, the process I'm going through right now is using UK-based sound as a segue to develop my own sound based on that sort of taxi driver midwest sound. So, like, at the end of the day, my end goal is not to have a marriage between these two, it's to have a third player in the, in the triangle, which is... Evolution which is evolution it's, it's like its own thing it's like it's like what Nazar did with Padura which he made like he made like a new evolution of Padura which is like Padura I just want to make a new sort of Debkin Midwest sound which is made for the club by people in the region rather than some white guy just using double samples and you know just but just put them on a UK beat you know what I mean yeah exactly <laughs> so so i'm trying to like obviously i've got to study what like the music i like and the music i want to be like quote unquote influenced by which is why my early productions were sort of a marriage between like uk based music and that sort of stuff but the like the album i'm working on right now and the stuff i'm doing right now is completely different than uk based and it's more about doing something that's 100% fresh, 100% like it's, it's just an evolution of Debke and Midwiz, like from the ground up, um, that is like ready for the club, you know what I mean? Stay tuned for more of the interview with Tomba. Uh, the two tracks that were playing on top was they were called 115 and the one that's playing now is called Senat. And they're two tracks by Tumpa, unreleased yet. You're tuning, you're listening to unreleased track by Tumpa on 3CR Community Radio, Salam Radio Show. Stay tuned for more exciting stuff.
promised you more exciting stuff and the next one is actually a remix by Shabjid Ouladul uh, Kutz and the remix is done by Tumba very cool song That was a remix, Ledul Utz, by Tumba. The song is originally by Shabjdid. Up next is Sabri Alil, meaning I have little patience. Listen to this song. It's all by Tumba, unreleased tracks.
there's yeah there's a huge um i don't know explosion of of music produced by middle eastern north african artists at the moment um and it's like very obvious and what's amazing about it is that it's fresh it's different than anything that we've heard before and it's owned by by them it's owned by us like uh, by you know our people by the diaspora people uh mm -hmm. rather than like a, a european label um resampling or you know uh yeah uh, maybe appropriating some of that music which is amazing um how is it like where where you are and in, in the uk that movement of uh modern experimental arabic music and electronic as well um it's definitely very interesting being um around people who are using that stuff because of the huge surge of popularity of it. Like when I'm out and there's, you know, just, I just hear elements of Arabic music being played and like, oh, this is like, like in some situations you just can't help but roll your eyes and I'm like, and, and be like, right, like, what, 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 we, what, we do, what, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? And then in some instances, or some instances, you get some people who actually like do it right and sort of bring you back to like they do they do their work, they do their homework, and they bring you back to when you were a little kid, and just bring you back tunes that you haven't heard in a while. You're like, right, this is this is this is fucking interesting. Like, I really like how um, I really like how there's just been a bridge between these two these two cultures not in not in the way that right now i want our music to become mainstream in a way that now our music is becoming sort of appreciated because it's always had in my opinion one of mm. the best rhythms ever like if you go to yeah like, i'm not gonna lie if if you just if you just bring one of the wedding performers wedding performers in jordan and just chuck them in a club in the uk and be like right just it kill it. yeah just do a three hour, just do a three hour live set just fucking improv then he just fucking i'm gonna do that you know i've always wanted to do that um <laughs> but like me, look on Ramsey. that note though I remember, no way, I remember having this conversation with Ramsey and it was his dream to perform at a, a at an Arabic wedding, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't want to play no festival, man. Like, I don't, album, dimension, <laughs> whatever, that's fine. But, like, give me, like, a lit, like, refugee camp wedding, you know? Um, that's what I want to DJ. Um, but it's interesting, like, I want to take you back on what you just said, um, doing your homework. And I'm a firm believer that every person who profits off another culture or is involved in that culture needs to do their homework. Um, I've seen heaps of people make crazy as hell tunes and then you've got the call to prayer on top. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Um, exactly. And, yeah. and especially with Arabic music, and this is something I respect about you, like, I mean, every Arabic person knows we have our own scales. Um, and I think that's something that's very important. I mean, our drum patterns are different. Our time signatures, are, I mean, they're the same, but they're almost different. Not always are they the same. Um, and I mean, I'm going to lead this into another point, and I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. I mean, you're based in Amman. Um, mm -hmm. How long have you been there? I've been there for just over a year now. Okay. And you didn't grow up there? I did, I did. No, no, like, I've, yeah. I've, I grew up here, obviously, all my life. Went to the UK for uni. I came back here, then went back there for tour this summer, and now I'm back here. Okay, so. cool. Well, when I'd visit, I'd see an Amman, like, you'd go out, and it'd be, like, some DJ playing, like, minimal house everywhere you went and mm. 10 years ago like i probably didn't know maybe things did exist but there wasn't much of a scene there and every year i'm just having my mind absolutely blown by what's coming out of lebanon palestine jordan like crazy 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 really cool music is coming out and arguably i think it's more interesting than the west and i guess I want to know your interpretation of what the scene's become and where it's going. Um, well, right now, I think if you come here, you'd be even more blown away because I think the talent that is 
coming out now is unbelievable. I, I can only speak for the scene in Man and Jordan. There's some there's some unreal DJ selectors, um, producers who are trying to do the same thing that I am in that they're trying to formulate a sound from scratch for the region. So like when you think of Jordan, you don't you shouldn't necessarily think of right like dev kit or like drum samples or whatever like in the way that when you think of the uk you don't necessarily like back before uk based was a thing back before uk garage was a thing um you i'm sure the uk had its own like music and um when you thought of the uk you didn't want to think of its electronic scene as that music merged with whatever was available elsewhere in the world you want something completely new and that's what people are trying to recreate here and we're we're um pivoting off of as you said like the things that make arabic music arabic music which is microtonality um the instruments the sounds um the especially the instruments that you only find in, in Jordan in these countries like you got the midwives of you and the rababa um, all, all of these stuff like you got and you got software by people from the Middle East like you got the software by Khiyam um, Alabi who's a, um, a UK based Iraqi who created the software where you can route MIDI from your door into, into it and it sort of adjusts the pitch to several um, to several eastern scales and it, they're not just like so there's other softwares on the market but his is like he, he's, he's, a, he's a like music scientist if, if that even is a term and he like uses proper research to, to, to construct this thing and that's why I use for most for all of my melodies I, I just um, and it just makes it that much more authentic because when you listen to it if you're from the region you instantly recognize that right this is actually why here on the streets like when you listen to other stuff you instantly recognize that it's western even if it has arabic samples if it uses like for example the phrygian dominant scale which is which sounds arabic you know which is like the most arabic of the western scales but even then that sounds western so when you use microtonality like Lima by Lami, or like when you use other software i'm sure there's other out there but um that just makes it that much more authentic and um using instruments even if you don't have the instruments to record like trying to recreate their samples and their style of play like someone who plays midwives on the little on the actual midwives plays it much differently than someone who plays any other instrument because of the style of play obviously you can't play with the same way you play flute you can't play the same way you play a clarinet um and the way that midwives has two pipes one of them plays a drone and the other plays a melody it's sort of like created a legato of like a constant note being played and you can like replicate that through a synthesizer and it's just the process of doing all of these little things that make it authentic which like a producer from the west who isn't from the region wouldn't necessarily um i don't want to say go through the effort of doing it but wouldn't think about this stuff because they didn't you know grow up about it they wouldn't know what makes this music arab or like middle eastern they just know what it sounds like and just like, try and make it sound like that you know what i mean and um, the the people in the region they're using all of these things right now <clears throat> in our man and, and um, I want to say the rest of the the, uh, the rest of the region like Lebanon Iraq Syria whatever and they're using all of these like unique characteristics of Arabic music to sort of create a new completely new sound from the region so that when you think of here you think of something that is that you can only get here it's not like someone else can create it. It's not what you conventionally think of Middle Eastern music. It's just something completely new. It's just that it's made from here. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And speaking about like Arabic music, you made a remix, um, or not a remix, um, a sample, a track of Sabah Bakhri, who mm -hmm. just passed away 
four days ago um and uh that was amazing because Sabah Fakhri is the king of you know Arabic music um his music is incredible his voice is to die for and it's heartbreaking that he passed away may he rest in peace uh and I, I think it's very daring to to mix his his uh his music uh with electronic uh electronic music yeah what what made you yeah how did you that was uh, that, that was actually the idea that got me into producing just like mm. well basically the thing that got me into producing in the first place was um i always tell the story when people ask me we had uh, we had Sherelle over for um, afters at our house, like after this event, and we were just playing back to back. And then she played this track by TSVI called Sam, mm. and it just had like all these Arabic samples. And I was like, I'd never been exposed to this sort of stuff. And I was like, right, this sounds absolutely sick, and I just want to make the stuff. And I, I, I'd already had Ableton at the time. It was just sitting like in my laptop. I just didn't do much with it. And, um, and then I was like, right, what is something I know that I know? Like, if I want to sample, I'd really know it. And I was like, that tune by Sabah Fakhri, like, I've just listened to it my whole life. Like, Sabah Fakhri has been, like, played every single morning of, mm-hmm. of all my life. So um, I just took that, took that tune, sort of sampled it build something around it and that was actually the first ever track I ever made on Ableton nice. and, and I, just, I just put it out and we've come a long way since but it's still like it's still one of my favorite it's still one of my favorite yeah. tracks just because like, like what it is you know what I mean? it's your baby <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> And of course, the song that's playing on top is called Sabah Fakhri by Tumba, one of his first tracks. And you can actually get this one on Bandcamp, just uh, type in Tumba, T-O-U-M-B-A. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. Stay tuned for one last question for Tumba and more of his unreleased tracks. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. Oh, and Sabah Fakhri died on the 2nd of November um, this year, um, but we had this interview earlier on three weeks before, so yeah, hope you enjoy.
Up next is Ben Oumaben by Tumba. for being on Salam Radio Show. It was such an incredible interview to just know the process behind how you're making music um, and your selection in DJing and everything else was was great. Um, yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Pleasure meeting you as well. Yeah, pleasure Before meeting you. Before we go, one question. Yeah, go on. Say <laughs> so you're pulling up to the shawarma shop. Mm-hmm. with the <laughs> If, if if I'm pulling up to Reem, it's Lahme. If I'm pulling up anywhere else, it's Jaj. Which one are you pulling up to? That's the question. Lahme or Jaj? Pick one for the rest of your life. <laughs> if I'm picking one for the rest of my life, I'm picking, I'm picking Reem, mate. I'm picking Reem. <laughs> mate, if you're going anywhere else, Jaj is a, is yeah, a safe bet. That's, that's a tough question. That's I think yeah, that's yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the toughest questions in this interview. Thanks, Ramsey. It, it, it makes it it makes it easier if you actually ever try Reem because it's just that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. that good, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. track that's playing now it's called Khaliru. that was uh, our last bit of the interview with Tumba the most important question of the interview whether you like prefer uh, meat shawarma or jaj shawarma so anyone who has an opinion can send us a message 
um, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. The, the song is called Khali Roh by Tumba. It's the last song for the show. Hope you enjoyed this awesome um, selection of Tumba's unreleased tracks and the interview. And see you next week, same time from 4 to 5 p.m. Daniel and I'm just here, just hanging out with Brennan. Hey, I'm Alex. I'm also here. That's our annoying young brother. He always wants to get in on the fun, but he's not old enough or responsible enough to be on the radio. Or cool enough. <laughs> yeah. That's also a prerequisite. <laughs> he does not feel. <laughs> uh, Romy uh, cannot join us today. Um, 